Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. You know, when you're a vampire and morality issues come into play, it can make things a little complicated. And uh, guess what? If you're within the sound of my voice, that must mean you're in the seats with once more. As always, my name is Dave Voigt, and I'm the host of this podcast, where we sit down with a wide-ranging variety of entertainment industry professionals, and we pick their brain about current projects, state of the industry, how they got started, and so very much more, in a light and in a conversational fashion. And, you know, if you like how we do things around here, I'm going to assume that you do. Because, quite frankly, you're listening right now. And if you are listening, subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Give us the old five-star rating on your podcast provider of choice. We're available pretty much everywhere. Places like Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Google. And plus, we archive every single one of our episodes over at our In The Seats YouTube channel. So you can give us a like and subscribe there as well. We'd absolutely appreciate it. Also, don't hesitate to check us out on social media. We're on the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, the Letterboxd, the TikTok... Uh, and probably a few other places at uh, at In the Seats for all sorts of fun updates. And finally, and I do dare say most importantly, please pay us a visit over at In the Seats, intheseats.ca for all the latest and greatest from the world of film, television, basically the moving image at large. Because guess what? If we love to watch it and write about it and talk about it, we love it even more when you come by and read about it and listen about it. So do us that kindness and pay us a visit. On this episode, we got a fun one, and it's uh, perfect for this uh, October Halloween holiday season, as it were. It's probably the best title uh, for a movie in quite some time. It was a smash hit down at TIFF when it played, and it is in select theaters now all across the country. It is called Humanist Vampire Seeking Consenting Suicidal Person. That is a mouthful, but it's worth it. And it's the story of Sasha, who is a young vampire with a very serious problem. She's too sensitive to kill anybody. Uh, and when her exasperated parents cut off her blood supply and, and force her to go out there and and take a life, her, her life is in jeopardy. But uh, luckily she meets Paul, uh, a lonely teenager with uh, some suicidal tendencies who's actually willing to give his life to save hers. But uh, their agreement soon becomes... Uh, a quest to fulfill Paul's last wishes before uh, before the sun rises and day breaks. It's it's funny. It's cute. It's honest. It's got a lot of vibes from uh, sort of the '80s horror canon that so many of us love and adore. It's really a char- charming piece of cinema, and it's Canadian to boot. It's playing at uh, Tiff Bell Lightbox and also at the Review here in Toronto, but also check your listings around Canada, but before you do that, uh, sit down and listen with the talk that we had with uh, the director and the star of the film uh, during the festival. We had the unique players sitting down with Ariane uh, Louise Saiz and uh, young star Felix Antoine Bernard to talk about uh, making the film and the origins therein and so very much more. Uh, it was done in the wild, so it's a little quiet, but uh, uh, enjoy our talk with Ariane and Felix, but uh, go check out Humanistic, Humanist Vampire Seeking Consenting Suicidal Person at your local theater because, honestly, you're not going to regret it. It is a charming, charming piece of cinema. All right, well, just to kick this off officially, obviously, both of you, just thank you so much for the time today. I really appreciate this, and congratulations on the film. I absolutely loved it. Thank you so much. Now, I mean, Ariane, I guess my first question is for you. Like, walk me through the origin of Mm -hmm. of wanting to tell this, I guess, coming-of-age story, but in a very sort of different way than we've seen before. Yeah. 
Um, I always liked um, vampire tales mm. and, um, but more in the like uh, underground indie uh, filmmaker way than the Twilight or the Of Vegas. course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I really like uh, Mumble Car, uh, Mumble Car, sure. Coming of Age sure. as well. So the idea was to mix those two um, jar. And uh, but my first. A short film wasn't a vampire film, but I made a watch vampire film to my main actress. So mm. I wasn't kind of making a vampire film without making one, and now I'm actually making a vampire film without making one as well because it's more my, my main character is a, she's a vampire, but I want to treat her like a regular teenagers sure. and I had a lot of fun to do parallel between her vampire problem and uh, the, the problem you you have at that age in the teenage uh, years like uh, when she wants to eat for the first time it's like her sexual awakening so yeah. there is par really like fluid and uh, parallel for me and I wanted to do something playful and basically to talk about death but in a luminous way sure yeah so that was the a little bit the thinking uh, around the script and and but for the plot himself I just had this idea that pop up in my head and I um, uh, pitch it to my co-screenwriter and she was like this is brilliant I want to do it and we had so much fun uh, yeah it was a blast well and I mean something I really love about this film is it does kind of switch the roles a little bit I mean if we go from the traditional vampire film like you're kind of playing the ladies part in in a, in a way mm, yeah, yeah but I mean that's that's why I love it I think that's why this works like walk me through your initial reaction like when you got to read for this and with what you thought of it I mean like my my agent uh, sent me uh, the audition and the the, you know, the scene that I had to play and then I, I read the title and I was like whoa that's interesting <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I read the, the scenes and the character as well is very interesting because it's like he is a bit on the spectrum, right? And and um, and you know they, there's this thing where he's 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 depressed, but it's not really depression, you know. Is is like he, he doesn't find his place in the the world. He, he so he's very lonely, and then he is analyzing that and taking the logical way, you know. Like okay, I don't uh, feel at my place, mm. so maybe that means I don't like life. Yeah. And then I'm I I'm gonna die. I mean, I have to die to find a, an answer to my living. And um, yeah, so and she she always uh, said the 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 same uh, sentence, you know, to describe a bit yeah. the uh, the character and it is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but Paul uh, doesn't find a purpose for his life, so he thought maybe if I can find a purpose for my death, maybe it's more easy. Well, and that was a line in the yeah. movie too. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's it's very yeah. and it's very uh, the old uh, the old thing about that character. Yeah. And that's why in my head, that's why he, he never did it because he don't actually want to die, but it makes him feel something when sure. he's on sure. the edge. Yeah. Uh, 
but he he didn't find a real purpose to kill himself as well. But when he, he meet with uh, Sasha, oh, uh, it's uh, yeah. he find a purpose. Yeah, I can I can help someone. I yeah, can do yeah. Something. So it's meaningful. Your death became meaningful at that moment. Yeah. So he's not he's not you know that typical victim of uh, someone. Uh, Uh, getting bullied right yeah. he's like he's like okay with this it's it's his life and uh, he, that's yeah. the only thing he know he knows yeah yeah he just don't uh, yeah the, the people bullying him it's just he don't understand why people are so harsh mm -hmm. why people uh, you but is not like really suffering i is suffering but more he is suffering, he's, he's but he's suffering he's, but he's, from loneliness yeah. and for feeling not belong yeah. to it's that finding purpose in death which i think was a line in the movie yeah, that yeah. just really kind of made sense because again it's acknowledging the headspace of the character but it's giving it some light at the same time yeah. now and something else i loved about this film is just just how big it was and how it felt like it was in its own universe. And I mean, I've got to harken back to one particular shot, just with this young man standing on top of the uh, of the bowling alley, mm -hmm. and the wide shot, and just seeing him in this, uh, this vast expanse. It kind of reminded me of a lot of the stuff that maybe a lot of us grew up on, like the 80s and the 90s. Like, part of that sort of, that fun lore of vampire movies and horror movies, and I'm kind of curious, when you were tackling this, How important was it for you to really have a distinct visual style to this mm -hmm. film? Um, I'm, I mean, I'm an eight. Uh, I was <laughs> a child of the 80s. Yes, yes. thank you. <laughs> I'm a child of the 80s, and, um, and a lot of my cin cinematic uh, culture was in the end of the 90s. Right. And, uh, so. I like this visual style and um, I wanted to like put um, the story in a small kind of small town but we don't exactly know at which uh, era mm. but we know it's Like it's a place now, out of time. It's, it's, it's now, it's but it's out of time. Yeah. Yeah. So I like this kind of gray area and um, I wanted to mix um, a lot of era as well and the, the visual style and uh, the music and so um, I, I play with aesthetic of uh, the, the, the 2000 uh, For movies. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and the, the shot you were talking oh, yeah, yeah, about yeah. by the way is, was so scary to film because Because uh, it was uh, it was very late yeah. and um, very cold and there was a lot of wind, so I'm like on the edge and there's a cable, you know. Yeah. yeah. And the wind's pushing me and you can see like the tree in the shot going uh, that way. That's right. Yeah. And the wind was uh, like pushing me um, uh, to the roof, you know, not yeah. to the end, but I had to push myself a bit to the end to like compensate it. so it was yeah yeah and um it was your first day of shooting i was like and he was stuck on the roof with the, the stunt <laughs> uh, guy yeah. and 
I, I wasn't able to really proper communicate with him. I was like, oh, poor Felix. Yeah, I was this, alone on my room. What <laughs> yeah. a first day yeah. it was. That must have been so stressful for you because, I mean, on one end, all right, yeah, it's only a story tall. He's not going to die, but it's like, I don't want to kill, I don't want to send my actor to the hospital on the first oh day. I know, and I love him so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was worried that you didn't want to do the rest no, of the film. No, no I, I know you are it was It was a fun day. It was a tough day, but it was fun. <laughs> but I mean, even that shot, like, there's humor in it as well because I mean, obviously, with the wide shot, we can see the building's not that tall, so we're yeah. we're, we're we're sort of getting in on the joke a little bit, yeah. and just like there are so many little subtle moments throughout where it's just either family humor or very sort of dry, sarcastic humor. And mm-hmm. I mean, how important was it to sort of give this? like fun underlay of as much as they're vampires as much as they're you know learning how to kill people and drink blood they're not taking themselves too seriously all at the same time no that was the idea from the beginning i wanted to do a comedy and a deadpan comedy and to mix what i like the most is to mix a tragedy and humor because you always have in tragedy, always can like find some luminous and humor point, and in humor, you can find tragedy as well. I, I like to mix those two really opposite emotion, and um, my co-screenwriter, she's so funny, and we have this same uh, sense of humor. So I wanted to have fun writing this script. So, yeah, I, that, that was the idea and all the, the, the actors, I chose them because of their abilities to be really present and to have, um, they, they all have a, a good uh, rhythm, humoristic um, yeah, timing. Yeah, the timing, yes. And, um, but they all kind of understand that it, they don't have to push the humor because the humor come from the timing but also the situation but they really i i wanted them to to play more like their real emotion right yeah. right so uh, it was a, a kind of a um tone that we all have to find all together and be all on the same page in terms of the tone because if someone is like in a doing it over movie, the top right yeah it, it can not work at all but uh, yeah I, I'm really proud of the casting and what we achieve with the tone now how did she manage to sort of lead the way on that tone because I can imagine there were days on set where you guys were just probably laughing your asses off oh there's a line in the movie uh, that uh, me and Sarah laugh so much uh, it's in when uh, I'm in her room yeah. and um, she's like uh, I'm asking her if she's allergic to church you know yeah, yeah. and then uh, she said uh, yeah kind of and I'm like um, I'm, I'm allergic to uh, I don't know what is it in, in English acarien acarien like the small um, dust bugs oh yeah, dust right, bug, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right, I'm right. allergic to dust bugs uh, that line we, we laughed <laughs> every time every laughed time every, yeah so, so it was um, it, but 
uh, we we had a lot of uh, you know rehearsal and repetition uh, before um, we talked uh, with all the actors and um, um, Ariane really told us what was the tone and uh, I mean it was a tough thing to do but at the same time the interesting to do uh, yeah. for the, for that film uh, finding the tone between a, a, a dramatic scene and a, and, and, and yeah. yeah, and every scene has a like a pivot um, where it's not funny anymore, or yeah. it's not sad anymore, or I like to switch the tone in the scene, and everything was about the timing. So I was really precise on the what's what was the those uh, pivots. Right, right. Yeah. No, that's so true. Yeah, yeah. and. You know, it was very interesting because we saw we uh, we had our premiere at, at Venice, mm. and um, it, it, people uh, didn't uh, laugh as much as they uh, they laughed uh, at uh, the TIFF. Yeah. But they still they laughed. The people loved the film. But you know, I think maybe, uh, maybe the language, uh, the barriage, uh, it was uh, harder for them to understand every joke. But uh, I really watched the film in a dramatic perspective, you know? Yeah. And then uh, at the TIFF, I watched it in, in a more comedic perspective because mm -hmm. everybody was laughing. And it's really, a, you can watch it with the perspective you want it and, and you can get what you, you want to get from that movie, you know? Yeah. So it's, you, you have scenes that are very dramatic, dra dramatic and, and all the movie is, is kind of sad. No, for sure. Yeah. yeah and, and, and then, um, you know, if you're like with a lot of people and you're laughing, the movie is so fun and optimistic. And so y you have really these two lines that are communicating um, together so well. And it's, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a credit to you, and that's a credit to you actors as well, because, I mean, I think of one scene, like, you're on the bed, you, she's going to take you, we all think it's going to happen, and you're know, like, what's wrong? Should I move my neck? <laughs> you okay? <laughs> yeah, it was, a, like, a, a parallel... Of, yeah, the um, first time. Yes. Oh, totally, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That's that. That's really the magic yeah. of it. It's, it's so fun to play with that. We have so much fun doing yeah. those scenes, uh, in the in the room of Sasha. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. Uh, one of the best scenes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, now that you've hit Venice and now TIFF, and you're getting sort of a, a grander perspective of how audiences are taking it, it in. Like, I'm kind of curious for both of you how how has the ride been? Because I mean, I can imagine, especially like pre Venice, you're like, oh my god, are people gonna like it? People gonna like them? goes to Venice, people like it, it's like, but well, now we gotta go to TIFF, oh, now it's the general public, what are we gonna do? And now, obviously, we had a full house, people were in love with yeah. it. What, like, what are kind of the emotions running through both of your heads right now? Like, is it, is it like, or is it just sort of that exhale moment? Uh, yeah, it is. I'm, I, I was super happy with the film yeah. before showing it to people, but it was just my own satisfaction, and I knew it was, good but yeah. I, I didn't know if it just me that I'm so attached to the characters and the actors and the, and um, I'm so happy that it works well and um, yeah it's a relief and it's uh, and I mean this I know some people it's some people will have 
thoughts. It's, it's subjective. It's subjective. Subjective. But um, we had so much nice comments and yeah. Yeah. I'm so I'm happy with the response. Uh, yeah, we had. I mean, at, at a certain point, we had so much fun doing it that it it's almost unbelievable that people can't have fun watching it, you know? Because mm -hmm. everybody was so passionate about the project and and um, yeah. I think that people see that in the film. Yeah, that's the, the most reward, reward, rewarding reward, thing yeah. to, to put so much love and effort in a project and see that people um, like uh, receive it. Yeah. yeah, and liked it. And liked it so. Well, and I mean that's the thing for me. This plays so well, globally and universally, just with the story and the vampire yeah. and all that. But at the same time, I mean, I grew up in small town Quebec. Mm -hmm. yeah. I understand everyone gathering around outside the Depener on a Saturday night with someone with a synth, synth keyboard playing. Yeah, I yeah, get yeah, it. Yeah. To that, yeah. to me, that was funny. That's not something that's going to translate maybe outside of uh, Quebec, it's, but it's for a, me, it's such a big thing, you know? Yeah. It's a and real uh, Quebecois movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's also, I think, universal. Yeah, it is. It, it is totally. Yeah, I think you can relate uh, elsewhere. And I'm also happy that, um, because I play with co common ground. Yeah. Uh, vampire code, um, uh, and a teen movie called yeah, comedy code totally. so i i play with things that you kind of know where it's going but the fact that i i um, merge them, together, merge them yeah. together i i can like take another turn and yeah. and so people uh respond to that that it's kind of new to them to see something like that yeah even if I just use like um, a code that people know. Of course, <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I will say selfishly, just you know, having been born in Quebec, just anytime I get to see a movie and I see the sign that banner. Because I've lived here for 30 years, and I will say that banner until the day I die, just mm -hmm. because I cannot say corner store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I mean, I'm curious, just for you both, just to really put a wrap up on all this. Because, as particularly for you, this film has such style to it, and it's so gorgeous, and I love it. And it is really very much a love letter to so many of those genre movies. Like, was there one that had the light bulb go off for you, sort of at a younger age, to be like, I want to make movies, I want to tell stories? Um... You mean one reference... Like, one, one, like one movie, like maybe in your, your younger days, that sort of inspired days, you. Yeah, um, Mulholland Drive. Uh, was one of my first uh, big movie crush. I don't know yeah. if I can. No, that's fair. That's fair. And and I think it's the first film where I see uh, movies like an art uh, object of art. Yeah. And not just um, like uh, divertissement. Um, um, yeah, like um, it's art. It's not yeah, product. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, my my um, 
the first time that I really see Vampire in another light is yeah. um, with uh, The Hunger. Nice. Um, okay. And it was the first time I see a Vampire not just like blood, bloodthirsty creature, but um, in a more artful way. And uh, they really have like internal struggle and I... I think it's uh, it's nice to use vampire mm. to talk about really deep subjects. So this film kind of changed my way of seeing vampire. Well, and you do that a lot through your performance as well. And I mean, I think that this applies to you too because again, your performance is so in keeping with some of those, you know, movies that she just like like The Hunger, where it's not sort of the you know. It's not Bella Lugosi in the cape, you know, walking down yeah, the big yeah, stairs. Yeah. It's something different. And, I mean, you really capture the essence of being that teen in that moment, in those times. And, I mean, is there something for you that made you want to be an actor? Because, again, just in the work that you two did together, you were so note-on with the genre. I absolutely oh, loved your performance. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, well, I, I, my, my mother um, put me in a... Um, uh, Actor school, okay, like yeah, at yeah, at yeah. At, uh, at six. Uh, so uh, you know, I, I've been doing that for a long time. But um, you know, I, and I've watched a lot, a lot of movies. And but there's some actors, you know, that kept me going, uh, uh, like Daniel Day-Lewis. Ah, oh, damn. Okay, I, yeah, yeah. I, I love him. Uh, Antoine Dupilon. Oh, we. Oh, yeah, 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 and uh, Mummy was very one of yeah. my because. I, I love so, all his, yes, of his performance, so, yeah. uh, and um, yeah, I, I love uh, Michael Fassenberg in Shame too, mm. it's one of mm. my best performance, and and I talk about Chaplin too, because uh, yeah. all the, the, the body play, and uh, yeah. that's, uh, so, so yeah, I, I, and um, it's all these uh, references yeah. that uh, come together, and uh, when I watch a movie, uh, I, ju I just love movies, so yeah. All right, well, last question, just to put a bow on this. To me, this is such a fantastic example of Quebecois cinema. And for both your perspectives, why do you think Quebecois cinema has a little bit of a different edge than maybe cinema from the rest of Canada? Because it feels like had this been made in Ontario or Saskatoon, it would have been a very different movie. Hmm. Maybe. It's hard to answer this question, I think, because... Um, for a long time, um, we we didn't uh, we 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 didn't. Um, it, it was difficult to finance in Quebec right. those kind of film, and I I think now um, Jar uh, is more. Um, like popular yeah. oh, okay. and something okay. yeah. open but we're at the turning point you yes. know there's something happening like yeah, yeah. you, you talked about it the faucet is yeah yeah, 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 yeah. loosened up and yeah it's super yeah. nice to know that um we can um go outside of the box um and try uh, something new and but i i don't know i think maybe um our movies it's Maybe it's different because we are like a small francophone. You're, you're the bridge yeah, between yeah. Canada and the rest of yeah, Europe. There's a bit of a so bridge, yeah. yeah. Maybe, uh, yeah. There's something. Our culture are 
different. I mean, we are well, in the Canada. No, very much. No, no, you're right. No, it is. So that bring it an yeah. edge for sure. Yeah, totally. But I mean, both of you honestly keep up the good work. And I mean, thank, thank you so, so much, much for the time today. I had so much fun with the film. Oh, thank and don't forget to, to visit our friends over at Bay Street Video for all your DVD, Blu-ray rental, or purchasing needs this summer, as they are still open for curbside and some mailing delivery as well. Over at 1172 Bay Street, Toronto, Ontario, Canada, you can give them a call at 416-964-9088. That's 416-964-9088. Or send them an email at baystreetvideoto at gmail.com for any of your DVD and and Blu-ray needs.